You're listening to a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to GNCast.com. We're the answers. Welcome to the Elsner's a production of Galactic Networks. I'm Gregor Sprague. I'm Pete Messer. He's not Corey Scott, folks. And for all info on this show, including show notes and subscription links, go to elsnerds.com. And for other Galactic Network programs, go to gncasts.com. And we don't allow spoiler process. We talk about spoilers all we want, and we (laughs) obviously use language. (laughs) I love that. How are you doing, Corey? Well, um, I'm doing pretty good. Um, yeah, I may, I, I'm, I got my paycheck for the first week or whatnot. So yeah, which I quickly spent and okay. So minor gripe with how things were, but I'm, it's like, whatever, you know, first word problems, get over it. Um, they mailed the first, the first paycheck and I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. But I didn't get it until Saturday. I was working Saturday, and I didn't get out until the banks closed. So I'm like, I could use that money right now, you know, fill up my my gas tank and you know, and all this other stuff. But I, no, I gotta wait. I gotta stretch this gas out now for two other days until I can get, can get into the bank and get and get my monies. And so that's basically what happened here. And yeah, that sucked. Um. So, for and for those of you guys who are watching and listening, going, wait, Corey sounds really foreign right now. It's because Corey is taking a week off, um, you know, doing other things. I think work things, uh, maybe. Um, I don't know. We'll find out next week. And so, joining him, taking his place is Beatmaster. Um, you know, he's the guy always behind the scenes that is giving the, the, the great comments. The some of my best lines are from Beatmaster. It's just me repeating him. Um, so I will have no lines today because Beatmaster is going to give me everything to say and I'll just repeat it. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm going to give you some dirt. But uh, just to say, Michael is always to make you squirm and be angry <laughs> on me for a comment you can't repeat <laughs> on, on the stream. So that's my thing. Yeah. Yes. So And sometimes I don't really get that, uh, that note of, don't say this on the stream and i say it on the stream and then he, he gets mad he's like that wasn't supposed to be you said out loud I'm like you sorry but no so enough chit chatting about us two um let's get into the news we got three news stories here um that i think you guys are gonna like the first one is that uh, marvel is launching a new she hulk series and it is going to just be called hulk and this is um it'll be it'll be written by uh, uh, Mariko Tamiki, and it will be. Oh, I forgot who they said the artist is. Um, but it will be starring Jennifer Walters slash She Hulk as the main protagonist. And off the bat, I'm a little upset about this. Not of the fact that they're making a She Hulk book, but of the timing, because we are right now in the middle of an event book what with Marvel Civil War 2 and 
now we know where or how exactly Jennifer Walters or well, po- excuse me, possibly Jennifer Walters, excuse me, uh, survive Civil War Two. Um, because this, and, and it, it makes sense, you know, that she'll get a book because she's been a big focal point for a lot of the, for especially for a lot of the tie-in books, um, like the. It was mentioned in a, like not in a. It wasn't a. I don't think it was a Civil War tie-in, but the, uh, uh, Patsy Walker, aka Hellcat, they mentioned that, and, but it's, this hard thing of oh she's in a coma, and now it's like oh wait, but she'll be fine when her book comes out, you know she'll be all right as oh well, as right as rain as you can be with, you know, being in a coma throughout this whole event. And your cousin dying, who also, hey, guess what? He gave you your powers, so there's that. And, but yeah, it, the cover picture, and I, I honestly hope this is the cover of the first issue, looks so freaking awesome. I love this cover. It is just the Hulk, or it is She-Hulk, holding the word Hulk, like the logo from the old cartoon show in her best uh, angry voice or angry thing. And, uh, beat, you pointed out the quote from, uh, Axel Alonzo, the editor in chief at Marvel said the title, she Hulk evokes lighthearted stories about a Jennifer Walters who is at peace with herself and in full control of her powers. This isn't that book. Now, what do you think of this beat? Confused because I was, Introduced uh, to She-Hulk more in a light-hearted uh, spirit. Yeah. Being the pure opposite of the whole banner, I'm in misery story and everything like that comes with his baggage. And uh, for a long time, some people maybe not know this, she is related to Bruce Banner. She's her, her cousin. Mm-hmm. And so there is a dynamic that was always special. And now she takes over more, more or less this with the less emotional controls or what what's the thing that he wants to tell us what what's going to be different exactly i think what's going to happen is because she's you know she's always been the 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 lawyer who's who's yeah where she would occasionally lose control but she generally had her her anger under control i think this is going to be her grieving because you know she's she's going to be awake you know realizing James Rhodes is Rhodes is dead um these are all spoilers for the comic book civil war 2 by the way um that she missed this whole battle she missed you know there could have been other people who died um and all this that her that her her cousin died you know that Bruce was died after he was cured after he was seemingly cured of being the hulk and so now, and so it's, I think she's just going to sort of lose it, to be honest. She, and she's going to, this is going to be her way of grieving. Is just, get the fuck away from me, basically. Um, I don't know if that portrayal, it's always a social justice warrior thing or whatever. When you say something about women, but I mean, mutually, if it's good to portray a woman that don't, isn't able to keep it together if it's the best portrayal for a heroine but 
I guess just I more quits, more subtle nuances. Yeah, I think it will. It, this one will be okay because of the fact of. Yeah, it's it going to be a new number one book. You will get these social justice warriors or whoever, you know, bitching up a storm. But at the same time, if they took the the moments to read the previously in on that on the first page, on the splash page, to where they realize, oh, she's dealing with stuff. She's dealing with the loss of her cousin, um, you know, the loss of her best friend, you know whatever's going to happen with her other best friend in Captain Marvel, what, you know, with whatever else happens with the end of civil war too, um, then yeah, it's going to be okay that, Oh, she's getting, she's getting angry here, folks. And so I, I don't know. I, I, I get that like with social justice warriors, but with this, it's like, no, give it some time. And also it should be noted that, uh, the heroine last starred, in her uh her her last self-titled book was two years ago written by charles sewell uh, charles sewell and uh drawn by javier uh polito and it the it 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 was good but it didn't have the steady audience so it got canceled after 12 issues but it was it was a great story that it told through that and it wasn't a action rawr hulk smash sort of book it was jennifer walters as a lawyer you know the the big storyline in there was a ageified uh captain america going being put on trial for um something he did back in like uh back during like world war ii or something like that like world war one world war two and and it was a, it was a great story, and you know all the lawyer stuff. I, I even felt was better because of the fact that Charles Sewell is a lawyer, or Sewell is a lawyer, and all that. But I don't know. It will be, um, and also this isn't. Um, you're going to be seeing more female comic book or leading books coming up after Civil War Two, because you have the uh, Riri, uh, Riri Riri Williams will be taking over the Iron Man status in a new series. And Kate Bishop will be uh, is going to be getting her own book um, as Hawkeye. So just a side thought, just a thought, because Mark Ruffalo isn't that young anymore. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine after Ragnarok and uh, Infinity War that there's a chance maybe they pick up that, that notion that She-Hulk is uh, ready for prime time, unlike David Goyer said. Yeah. She's only a fuck buddy for Hulk, but no, she has she has really potential, and that is so much to to, to her. I hope they don't. They don't the, I hope they respect her character and do yeah, the, the, the proper she thing. Doesn't, the she doesn't, they don't mess her up like they like they did when they tried to do the Green Lantern movie. Also, B, I'm going to point out right now that the on your lower third, our Elsner's logo looks sort of like the the CBS logo. <laughs> the old nerding eye exactly um so the next news story here is um turner or turner the company has made this massive bid to get the star wars movies to where, to where they could stream them on cable to where they can air them on cable um so they, they had to do two separate deals for those of you guys who don't know 
they did one with Disney for the for ten movies. So this is, in theory, this is doing episode one, episode two, episode three, five, six, seven. Um, Rogue One, eight, the movie between eight and nine, and then nine. And then they did another separate deal with Fox for A New Hope or Episode Four or the original Star Wars, depending on how you want to look at that. And for the people that don't know, the rights still yeah. belong to Fox for the Star Wars, the yes. fourth movie, however yeah. you want to go. Yeah, Fox, Fox has forever and ever until they're bought by Disney um, or whoever, they have the rights to the first Star Wars movie. Um, Imagine but, that. Yeah, but what? Where was the price? Okay, billions. Yeah, it'll be uh, the the value of the deal is estimated by industry sources to be at least uh, two hundred fifty million over a license term that runs through at least twenty twenty two, giving the release schedule of the later films. And but yeah, this is uh, wow. This is a big deal. And it seems like there's something I heard before with um, Turner doing, or TNT, Turner, who owns TNT, doing a similar deal for the Avengers and the Marvel movies. But I have not seen that pan out yet. Yes. And there's a special part that covers the streaming rights and the video on demand on their own services, not on other ones. Netflix still gets their deal with this idea they had made half a year ago, something like that. So that's yep. still in place, but they get the basic cable rights. And the window that Netflix has is shorter than they will have. So they will have it for a longer time on their Yeah, Netflix service. will have the movies for a year and then they'll go away um, with how the deal works from, or from what I understand from the Variety article. But what I didn't realize is when, because I was actually on Sci-Fi Geeks Club when they covered the fact that Netflix, especially the Netflix in Canada, will get uh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens before any, you know, like all the other Netflixes will get it before the American one will get it, and it's because we're they're still in the deal with Stars. To own. And Star Trek Discovery, the uh, same in the whole world, we'll yeah. see it on Netflix, and you only on CBS all the access. So yeah, yeah, and. But and then he, so it got me thinking like oh yeah so this deal with that they they signed with Netflix to where I think the deal with Stars ends in two years so in 2018 or maybe it's 2017 something like that it, it's ending real soon and then but it, it never occurred to me that oh wait there's another part of the deal the the TV rights to the movies. That part, I never, it never dawned on me. And so I do, th- I think this is just Turner collecting the other bits that they needed out of Disney's, fran- out of Disney's, uh, you know, library here of movies that maybe can't be played exactly on Disney Channel or uh, maybe even Freeform um, or any other Disney-owned networks because of the violence or something like that. Yeah. I don't, know. I don't know. This is a story that doesn't really affect you, though, because you're over in Europe. So Come on. 
it's sometimes no it's getting more important because netflix has to reach and amazon as well ever more so do go ahead and hbo also tried in some nordic countries in russia but uh, i see it coming our way and then it's good to know to be up to date how the deals work even if you're just a viewer that wants to be aware which service i have to get to get yeah. the most out of it because you can waste a lot of money if you go after all the original content there is mm-hmm. no yeah definitely um and then the final bit of news before we get into our nerding out is some sad news and this is that the space ghost coast to coast uh voice actor c martin crocker passed away um this happened over the weekend and he, he is best known for playing Zorak and Maltar in Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Um, he passed away on the 18th at the age of 54. Still a young guy, to be honest. And he's... Um, they haven't announced the cause of death. But this dude, in a way, shaped some of my childhood. Some of my later childhood with Space Ghost Coast to Coast. And it's one of those that I didn't quite realize it until later where I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that show. That show was awesome. Why doesn't it air anymore? And all that. And that, you know, I would always see the the name C. Martin Crocker on on different things. And it was just, it was like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, it was start, sort of what I started to understand. Well, not understand, but sort of started to follow actors as opposed to just characters. Um, but no, yeah. And, and also, also, I should also point out that he voiced Dr. Weird and his assistant Steve in the first two seasons of Aqua Teen Hunger Force and also, and also in the feature Aqua Teen Hunger Force colon movie film for, for theaters. And, but yeah, so rest in peace, uh, Mr. Crocker. Um, you will be missed. And also, I will point out that um, Adult Swim on their website has done a tribute, which apparently works if you live in America, but not for the international viewers, where they have released the, I want to say almost all the episodes, if not all the episodes, of Space Ghost Coast to Coast on its website. So you can go have yourself a, a marathon, of Space Coast Coast to Coast and enjoy. Good on them. Yes. That is it for the news. I'm going to pause. Do you like scary movies? Did you answer yes to that question? Have you ever thought, hmm, I'd really like to listen to two random strangers talk on the internet about some movies that I may or may not have watched at some point in my life. Sometimes they even bring guests on, which adds to a little bit of the banter. Sometimes we cover the news of the week. Sometimes we don't talk about the movie at all. Sometimes one of us gets a little bit drunk. It's just the way that we do things over at the Podcast of Terror, which is a production of Galactic Netcast, in case you weren't sure. If you're interested in this, please go ahead and head over to gncast.com pot. Subscribe and enjoy the crap out of it. But now it is time for nerding out. And I'm going to start first, and then me and Beat are going to do one together because... His I also saw, but he saw the extra an extra episode. Ugh, I missed it. <laughs> but I'm going to talk about a show that we used to talk about all the time, and it's Suits. Um, this last year, actually, I think last year, maybe a year and a half ago, 
this was one of the shows that me and Corey would always talk about when it was coming out. Um, before we learned, hey, let's throw some variety into here. And so it just wrapped its first its first part of the season. Um, it's going to come back in with the second half in December, or in the winter is what they said. And this is one that I honestly think Corey could get back into. Because you have you have the main character of uh of Mike he got caught you know practicing law without a law degree and he so he went to jail for all this stuff and so you have you have essentially like four I want to say four or five separate stories all going on through this through this so you got Mike in jail you got Harvey trying to get him out by making a deal with um uh, with Damien Dark, with uh, you know, same actor, uh, Neil McDonough. Yeah. With with his character, um, then you got his uh, Mike's fiance getting, um, doing this innocence project case, and that oh gosh, the conclusion of that, I cried. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh. The feels, all the feels, just at once, all of it, just grrr, sort of deal. Um, and then that in, brings in uh, the the law office of of Pearson Hart, uh, Pearson Specter Lit, and uh, Jessica Pearson, you know, played by uh, Gina Torres, you know, working with working that case as well, and then you get um, the the law office. It's basically a bare bones, like all the other partners left, um, the, the law office. And so they were trying to get through, they were trying to survive. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this. And this is coming from the guy who I didn't watch last season. I got much like Corey. I got bored with this whole thing because it seemed like it was the same premise, the same thing that's, that they were doing over and over again of, Oh, this person now knows Mike's secret, but and then oh well they went away, and oh now this person knows it. Oh well they're in on the joke sort of deal, and they've painted themselves out or they've got themselves out of this corner that I feel like was needed, and they made it going on, they made it to where he's going to be a consultant. He's still going to make the same money. This is Harvey paying him too, but. Um, he's just going to be working as a consultant. So it's all, it's all legal, which is great. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, I, I really been enjoying, uh, suits. Um, I, it comes back sometime in the winter. I'm not 100% sure when. And so, yeah, check it out. So you're saying that when you want to check out, there's the slum moment you should jump over or you should power through still. Um, since I haven't seen last season, it might be worth, you know, watching, you know, some of the, like a few of the episodes in there. I'd have to wait for it to, when it appears on Netflix, it might already be on Netflix. I don't know, but you get, you, you probably could, if you're wanting to get, like, if you start feeling like, oh, this is boring, you know, it's the same old, same old deal. You could get to like skip if you start really start feeling that you could skip to here 
and like maybe you know the the season finale of the season before and watch that and then go to this and pick up right there because it's like oh he went to truck or he went to jail he's he's gonna be in there for two years but it's yeah it's just this really nice uh storytelling that they that they do in here and doing five like four or five stories all at once in this intertwining fashion and succeeding you know it's not like oh well here's the b story like you get with uh flash and arrow and supergirl and you know and the superhero shows um but it's you know it's still it's really enjoy- i i really enjoyed it it brought me back into watching it um so that's where i was watching that week to week and i wasn't I wasn't waiting for Mr. Robot mainly because I'm going to binge on it once probably this this weekend now that it's all the season's over. Yay. Sergio, I can watch the madness all at once. That must be trippy. Oh god. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, so it uh, shows when on which channel? It airs on Wednesdays at nine on USA Network here in America, I know it airs over on Dave in the UK, and um, uh, check local listings, check Wikipedia on where it is available in your country, because it's also available on Netflix too. But I do know for a fact because I watch British TV shows um, that it does air over on Dave in the uh, UK. It's not just for Top Gear repro- uh, reruns, folks. <laughs> not anymore. Yeah. So, B, you're watching, or you're you're you've picked a uh, an American IFC show. Yeah, documentary now got uh, its second season. It showed the first uh, episode of the second season last week, and now the second one airs tonight. We're recording on the twenty first. Twentieth. It airs tomorrow. You make me look bad. Do you have to really? Sorry. No. See, I'm forgetting. You're in the future. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do my date and it's already I had. But yes, it's it was unexpected. I heard Gregor talk about it on uh, on the show first when they mentioned that it got picked up. And uh, so it was a short one and wasn't expecting anything and got the first episode and... <laughs> was blown away by what the hell I'm watching and it's I can't look away <laughs> it, it's, it's awfully terribly awesome okay I'm gonna pause you real quick right here because um a quick update to our news story that we uh we came in the middle there of the Star Wars one what is airing right now on TNT is the Phantom Menace this is started right now and then the new stuff, which I, I thought would have been later, but the I guess the new the new ones like uh, the Force Awakens and Rogue One and after will be a year after the Netflix deal or once the Netflix deal's up. They start with the Phantom Menace. Yeah, it's I kid you not. It's they- right now. It's a marathon of Star Wars: The Phantom Menace. Star Wars: The Phantom Menace. Star Wars: The Phantom Menace. From now until. Uh, Two in the or just before two in the or a little after two in the morning, of just watching the Phantom Menace because who wants to see that piece of shit five times? Are you an angel? 
<laughs> no, so the the commentary now show does each episode uh, copy or uh, homage or impression a spoof of yeah. an uh, other documentary, and no no one is like the other. No, in, it's 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 an anthology series, and in, in that regards, um, much like Black Mirror and American Horror Story. Where, like, so for example, with season one, they had seven episodes. Um, the first episode is Sandy Passage, and it was uh, the subject that it parodied was Grey Gardens, was a documentary called Grey, Gar- Grey Gardens. Or you have uh, Nanook Un- Uncovered, which is based off of uh, Nanook Revisited, or sorry, uh, Canook Uncovered, based off of Nanook Revisited. Drones, The Hut for El Shagone. Was based off of the uh, Vice News Vice. documentaries, yeah. yeah, and it's it's a really cool thing because they take it's almost like they take these documentaries that they loved or, or love, and they do their own version of them, and it looks like they're keeping up with the pattern. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page of six and seven in the season will be a two parter, um, like with the uh, like six and seven in season one was gentle and soft the sto- story of the blue jean committee yeah. um which was based on the uh, history of the eagles documentary and uh and then the, on six and seven this year will be mr runner-up my life as an oscar bridesmaid um which is, is the subject's parody is kids stay or the kid stays in the picture but yeah this is i i love this doc this show and it's for its weird quirkiness. Now, like I, there are times where I can't watch the uh, first episode, the Sandy Passages, um, just because it takes that. And I don't know if the documentary, if Grey Gardens does the same twist, or if it was just them doing this twist, but where they're like, oh, the two the two ladies you're following here in this documentary are serial killers and they've killed the film crew and it was only wasn't until uh you know delivery boys as well yeah poor delivery boy yeah but Um, the main thing you said it's an anthology like american horror story and no it's each episode is not is it's a standalone and the american horror story is a, a whole season well, I, I was I was saying that because you know it is more in the Black Mirror style of anthology where exactly. every episode is different. But I'm also looking at that as a lot of people don't know or haven't seen Black Mirror, which shame on you, shame, 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 cue shame, none, shame. <laughs> um, it is. But great. you you yeah. see a Black Mirror episode and the colors, the camera, and all everything says screams Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. They each episode is filmed differently, and the production value. I know only uh, Maron Mar- uh, Maron's show, mm-hmm. Mark Maron's show on IFC, and didn't know more about the channel. I don't know how much money they have, but it looks like they throw money at it or it's, spend it wisely. It's this. So to give the that backstory, it is owned by the same network that owns amc so the people who bring you walking dead mad men breaking bad um uh better call saul all those shows also owns this and you've you have heard of 
them before because I've mentioned Portlandia and they Portlandia also airs on IFC. Um, but the other one is the production company with this, I believe, yeah, it's uh, Broadway Video, um, is involved in here as well. So that's the, uh, um, that's, uh, the, uh, Lauren Michaels run thing. Cause it's, you know, that you got three former SNL guys with Fred Armisen, Bill Hader and Seth Meyers, um, all doing work. And John Mulaney who wrote for, who wrote this first, the first episode, the bunker in season two. Um, he wrote for SNL. He wrote, he created Stefan with Bill Hader. And when you think there are spoofing like a stupid movie, the War Room spoof was so good. He played James Carville <laughs> like his twin brother. Wait, the, wait, the was that? Speech mannerisms? Wait, was, was that who his character was based off of? Oh, yeah. And the, the, oh, gosh. the whole thing. I watched War Room a, a while ago and. It was so spot on. Fred Armisen was perfect. Well, Fred Armisen once, this... did. Yeah, or, no wait. Fred Armisen did, or Bill Hader. Bill Hader. That was what I say. Fred Armisen rocks all the time, but Bill Hader went beyond whatever his skills are because he sold it that well. It's well, it's crazy. Yeah, that that makes sense though because Bill Hader did, um, did the james carville on snl so that's the one thing i didn't see it's, it's, uh, snl is not a show i pursue so i couldn't tell yeah. what, what talent expects me and when i saw it it was blown away so oh no that, that's something them. i didn't even realize but and then i'm looking at you know these other um because they have all the episodes in the subjects that they parodied um the next episode which you saw which was juan likes rice and chicken is and I'm realizing there's a little bit of a pattern to the names of their episodes, and it's just like all right, because this one is a subject period of uh, hero dreams of sushi. All right, we got a person's name, what they or you know what they are doing, about what. It's like, all right, come on. At first I'm like, oh, you're clever, and I'm like, wait. It's a little bit lazy, but still clever. <laughs> and uh, the introduction to each show is Helen fucking Mirren. Oh, so they kept that so, going because I missed the, the beginning. Up, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I missed that with um because suits the suits finale was last last week. It, it went a minute or two long. So by the time I switched over, I was in. I was in the episode of the bunker. Or the episode and called you're the see great stars like uh, Jack Black playing J Shane Smith from Wise and other great names <laughs> that pop up here and there and play themselves. Kenny Loggins, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and other people. So be be amazed and be prepared. Uh, recommend it wholeheartedly. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and you can find that uh, Wednesdays at 10 p.m. on IFC or on the IFC app because they all pimp their apps now um so our discussion topic and i was going through this um a little bit it's an emmys uh recap now i know for some of you guys for you you're gonna be like oh whatever but um the big winners were um game of thrones um i think veep won for a lot of the comedy stuff oj simpson um the yeah um that was the biggest winner yeah the biggest winner the um, outstanding lead actor and actresses in drama series 
was, you know, both well-deserved with um, Rami Malek from Mr. Robot and Tatiana Maslany from Orphan Black, which that's just long overdue. Sadly, even past, uh, I'm not into the show anymore as much as it was before Orphan Black, yeah. so uh, one year too late. Yeah, I, say. I could I could see that, but it's better if if she didn't get it now, it would have had to yeah. have been next year with these. Okay, we've snubbed her. We've snubbed her for playing fifty fucking different characters. Like, let's not forget that here, Emmy people. She's not just playing Sarah. She's playing Cosima and uh, I'm uh, Allison and. You know that Rachel and I'm blanking on other names now, but she's playing every clone in there, including a transgendered clone, and doing them well. Yeah, and, and all that. But yeah, um, um. So, so you mentioned the O.J. Simpson one, and this is one of the categories because it won for outstanding original series or outstanding limited series, and this is one that I don't quite get because. The other people in the category, I get that it won. That's great. This is a because that's a limited series. But you look, Fargo is up there. Fargo's had three seasons. Now, granted, yeah, they're different. They're different casts. But still, it's like Fargo got snubbed. If any show got snubbed this year, it could be must be Fargo. Yeah. Um, Same thing with American Crime. I mean, it's like, wait, you're. But it, it's like if you're, because to me, it's almost like if you're calling yourself the same show and you're using the same crew to write on the show, isn't it still the same show? You're just doing it with different people. You take a brain out of a person and implant it into another person. Yeah. What person is in there? Well, no, because it's, it's like the, because yeah. uh, what, what honestly brought this on was the, uh, um, the fact that American Horror Story, you know, whichever one it would do, would get nominated or win in this category. And I'm like, wait, but it's the same. And that one, it's the same cast. It's, they're just doing different characters now. It's like... Um, they have some rotation in the cast, but yeah. Yeah. Um, some other ones, you have um, Outstanding Television Movie, went to Sherlock, The Abominable Bride. Um, which... Well, well, well deserved. Um, okay, yeah, this one I don't even care who's. Which okay, there's some weird, weird things here. I'm, I'm looking at this for the first time, but outstanding supporting actor in a comedy went to Louis Anderson in Baskets. 100% fully agree. But then it's like Keegan Michael Key on his own show as a supporting actor. How does that work exactly? categories are always yeah it's it's uh, so weird um and then outstanding supporting actress in a comedy went to kate mckinnon on snl Um, the one thing that stood out to me was john oliver got his due yeah and bill maher was also nominated in the same category i I wonder if he's gonna be bitter about that (laughs) (laughs) yeah the outstanding variety talk show went to last week tonight uh, with John Oliver beating out the late late show with James Corden, real time with Bill Maher, uh, the tonight, tonight show with Jimmy Fallon, um, outstanding variety sketch show uh, sketch series went to Key and Peele beating out Portlandia, SNL, Drunk History, Inside Amy Schumer, Documentary Now, 
Um, outstanding directing for a drama series went to Game of Thrones. Writing went to Game of Thrones for uh, both of them for uh, the Battle of the, the Bastards. Bastards. Um, Transparent one for outstanding directing for a comedy series. Uh, Aziz Ansari got uh, writing for a comedy series with Master of None. Him and both Alan Young, or Alan Yang. Um, but it looks like the majority of them went to the People versus O.J. Simpson and uh, Game of Thrones. And some people off. Yeah. And but and then I know at midnight won a technical one, like a technical Emmy or whatever. Um, so they're now a two-time Emmy winners, which is great to see. Not bad. But yeah, this, I mean... I don't mind this, but at the same time, it's sort of like, I would be doing things differently if I was running the or the yeah the Emmys with these sh- choices here for nominations. And I get it, you know, it, they're, they're, it's it's a bunch of bullshit. I mean, you know, they're I safe it. choices. There's nothing that uh, there was really a bombshell or whatever. So yeah. it, they played it safe, and that's sometimes good, like... Uh, the one thing I didn't get is how Tina Fey and Amy Poehler share one award for guest actress in a comedy series. They are listed <laughs> they as both, yeah, as winners. So no, okay, yeah, it's that's all made up bullshit. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like especially if you watch the um, episode of True TV, Adam ruins everything, where he talked. It was the f- first episode of the second season where he talked about award shows. And even including the Emmys and said how, you know, basically it's a lot of times it's just whichever, whichever people can dish out the most money, they get the, they get the award. And it's like, all right, all right, all right, cool, I guess. And the takeaway Um, is also that Netflix gained some ground in in the Emmys. That's the most important note yeah most interesting side note yeah it, uh, netflix gained um as long as amazon has transparent going they're going to be getting those awards every single time i mean i hate to say it but it's like jeffrey tambor is probably going to get the, that award next year um and all that but yeah um anything else you want to add no that's uh, as I said, it was played safe. No surprises. Nothing much yeah. there to talk, ex- except for the Miss Robot award, how he played with the fourth wall with <laughs> the viewers. That's some classic. Wait, did he guy. seriously? I didn't. See, I didn't see the awards. Did he like actually? Oh, that's so cool. A wink made there, and he has a twin <laughs> brother. And he's what? He has a twin brother. Yeah, <laughs> this is my reaction as well. Oh wow, that's no. I'm, wait, identical twin or fraternal? I've heard identical. I didn't see it. I heard it only. Oh gosh, they could be doing some trippy. Because um, you know who else is a twin? Uh, Sean Ashmore, from uh, you know who played Iceman in the X Men series. Oh, because it, it, like and actually him and his brother, they're both pretty good. They're both you know Canadian actors. You know, in you know all these different things. The first thing that they were in was Animorphs on Nickelodeon, and. Or, well, I should say, I want to say it was Sean was in. And then they gave up, or no, no, it was it was his brother. I can't think of his brother's name. But then Sean got this little cameo and on, like, one of the last episodes. Like, as they're just walking up because they're identical brothers. 
identical twin brothers and it's like all right that's a little ironic here that your twin brother now is going to just skyrocket and do all these you know these x-men movies that started great then sort of started sucking and all that and yeah it's funny that way but i'm seeing stuff that they could do on mr robot with the fact that he's a twin if his brother wanted to get involved (laughs) it's meta enough thank you no (laughs) but uh yeah that's that's all in all and uh yeah i agree with most of the decisions they made yeah yeah there's not really anything that i'm like oh well i don't want no because it's like oh that's great but this one was nominated oh man that's it's one of those sort of things like like documentary now like wait yeah it lost to you know a good show and also i mean some of them it's like okay it's due because you know key and peel they're they wrapped they're not shooting anymore um you know there's and you, you'll get that so it's like oh we've snubbed it in the past enough so here's its award um it was was like it, you had keanu now here's some little award for you that you don't <laughs> yeah poor guys yeah exactly so that is just gonna wrap it up here for us but before we go um i, I gotta tell you some stuff so we have a patreon that's one way you could support us we, we you know because uh, we got bills here we got to pay for you know the hosting the the website you know all those little things and dave pays for the, a lot of that stuff out of his pocket so there's two ways you can help us out here. One, you can go to patreon.com or uh, gncast.com slash support and do the Patreon where it's once a month. You, you give us a dollar, dollar a month, and then you're good. Set it, forget it, whatever. It's like your Netflix bill. Or the other way is by doing a, by going to amazon.com and looking and buying stuff through gncast.com slash support but then you click the amazon link and whatever you buy four percent of that goes to dave to then do on here or to then go towards the shows you know to go to, to go towards the network buy and what you want just yeah. go over our link and you're already helping thank you for that yeah exactly and it's, it's so cool um both and they're both super easy ways to help out the show help out the network um, and you can contact us by leaving us a voicemail at 805-328-3966 or emailing us at mail at elsnerds.com. And all of our subscription options and links can be found under over at gncast.com slash subscribe. And you can join our Facebook page under Galactic Netcasts. For all the network stuff, it's at Galactic Netcasts or search Galactic Netcasts. Um, you can follow the show at Elsnerds. I'm at, uh, well, actually, hold on, let's do the producers first. Corey is at Don't Ask Comics. Evan is at Mr. Underscore Fusion. You can find Beatmaster at Beatmaster80, because now you're a host this week. Um, and I am I can be found at, at that Gregor on Twitter. And the last thing that's said is this has been a Don't Tell Glenn production. We'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. You're supposed to say or else. Or what? <laughs> that doesn't make sense <laughs> this has been a galactic network podcast for more go to gncast.com that's g-n-c-a-s-t-s dot com <laughs> <laughs>